1: always game day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata.
2: We are back on it's always game day in Cincinnati. It is time. Who is going to win on Sunday?
1: Oh, that's the question.
2: (laughs) That was very very aggressive. To me. I,
1: I thought you were going to say uh, uh, I, I don't know for some reason. I, I thought should probably should have said about
2: the team and all that stuff, but we'll start with Bengals. <laughs> it's all good.
1: It's all good. Bengals, Bengals. Bengals. Okay, um, I think the Bengals are going to have a great game plan for this. I fully trust Louie Arumo to have something up his sleeve. I think there's going to be he loves. He's one of the, if not the lead league leader in drop eight coverage putting the extra body into coverage josh allen's not very good against that uh, historically he also i think is going to have opportune blitzes because if you watch that miami game they lived and died by the blitz but they showed that if you pressure him yes you could give up 50 yard passes but you could also get turnovers and turnovers to me are going to be the key for this defense because I think you can stop them on drives and you can play keep away a little bit, but that's harder without the offensive line. But I think that getting a a few turnovers from a team that likes to give the ball away could be the key to this game. I think a lot of people have talked about that for the Bengals side. I think they're going to do a good job protecting this offensive line. I think this is, I, I fully trust this coaching staff. When they made that scheme change in week five and became one of the best offenses in the league, like that, gave me so much faith because that's not something they did last year. Last year, they kind of just ran their offense. And when things got hairy, they just cut out some of the (laughs) other stuff and kept running the same thing. And it felt like they never really adapted to the personnel that they had along the offensive line. I think they're going to do that this week. Um, And hopefully it's not turtled up like it was last week. Like That, that I think, was the emergency situation. So all that said, I do think the Bills have some advantages. Um, You know? At some point, you got to play man coverage, probably without help. Who does that on Stephon Diggs? Because I don't feel comfortable with Eli Apple doing that after the Demarcus Robinson fiasco, and Cam Taylor Britt is a late second-round rookie, and I think Eli Apple is the better corner just in general. So in those situations, what happens? And if you don't do that, then the Bills are going to find ways to get Stephon Diggs onto like a Logan Wilson, which they did in the Week 17 matchup. Also, the Bengals have disappointed me when it comes to defending quarterback design runs. I thought they were really good at this the past couple of years. And then this year they, they saw Tyler Huntley run for like 40 yards. So I, the bills, I think they're going to bring it out. They've run some stuff like that, but they haven't really hammered it. Now it's do or die. If they're in a tight situation, if they can get to that, then that's not great. All that said, what who do you think, do you think I'm picking?
2: You're picking the Bengals.
1: I am, yeah, I'm going Bengals. I'm riding. I think this is a better team. I have hammered this offensive line that it is the same as last year in the playoffs to me. to me, yeah, I think it's the same level. I don't care. I think Joe Burrow is a better player than he was last year. I think this is a better coaching staff than last year. and it's not from new people. It's from progression. This is what's the cool thing about getting young talent and getting young coaches is that they get better. And I think these guys have gotten better. So I have faith the Bengals win this game. I think people are gonna be a little disappointed in the score. Because I think it's going to be like
2: 27-24. I agree with you when it comes to the 20s. I'm going to make mine quick because we're going to get Nick on here and do the rest of the division around. Oh, I, I took
1: will... all the air of the – I took all the oxygen of the argument. I thought I had more no. time.
2: No, <laughs> Nick, you need to cut, cut the tape because I, I loved everything that Mike had to say about this matchup and what we're going to see on Sunday. I agree with you. I think a lot of people are saying 30s, 30s, 30s. One team has put over 30 points on the Cincinnati Bengals this season. And, and everybody... I think
1: there's only been like – Excluding last week, only like one or two teams have gone to the Bills.
2: Yeah. So I don't think it's going to be a 30-point a, a kind of game. Could be completely wrong. It could get out of hand and crazy matchups. It's going to be good. It's going to come down to a few plays. I still think that Josh Allen is going to turn over the ball. He is talented. He has a good offense. I like Stephon Diggs. Um, some would say top three, top five wide receiver. I top want bad, you to bad. I, I, top five, top five. Thank you for correcting me. I don't want to. I don't want to get the false information out there. Um, when speaking of wide receivers, we need to see more from the Cincinnati Bengals wide receivers. You need to hold on to the ball. I think we're going to see T. Higgins in the end zone. It is going to be a fun offense. They're going to be able to balance it, run the ball. All this talk about the offensive line this week. If you turn on the national ESPN NFL Network, all of the shows they keep talking about what it's going to look like, and then you're playing on the road and all of this. All these factors coming together. And I'll say right now, wow. Joe likes that pressure. Joe went to Arrowhead Stadium last year. No offense to High Mark and what that's going to sound like. I have a good feeling about Joe on the road and being able to handle his business. I know they've been practicing the silent counts at practice this week. I will, I trust Lou. I just trust Lou all season long when they need to come up big. They always find a way, not even just in the Ravens game. You can go back to the Patriots game when I really thought, oh, man, they're really going to drop this losing streak. I think they find a way, and I think we're going to see a matchup, um, just like last season at Arrowhead the following week with the Cincinnati Bengals-Kansas City Chiefs for the AFC Championship game. And it is wild to think that. I am going in the 20s. I am saying 28-24.
1: Okay, awesome. Bengals cover – well, definitely cover um, (laughs) both of us. That is, I think, a pretty good uh, bet for anybody that's doing that where the Bengals are – I think they're underdogs by like six and a half. Like That's
2: a lot. (laughs) Well, the thing is, good teams win, great teams (laughs) cover.
1: That's right. They could lose this game and still be a great team. Um, I was just going to also bring up, because I did mention it, two 30-point – Two times the Bills have get up thirty points. It was to the Vikings and to the Dolphins and Skylar Thompson last week. Weird. They they did a good job against like Miami Miami with Tua. Well, yeah, they faced Miami with Tua. Tua. They did a good job against Baltimore with Lamar. Um, They held Kansas City to twenty. I I don't know. Like this defense does show up sometimes. Although that was a lot of that was with uh, Von Miller. So. Yeah, I think the things that people aren't talking that much about is the Bills offensive line hasn't been very good in pass protection either. And I I think the Bengals can take advantage of that. I think Sam Hubbard on Spencer Brown is a little bit of an advantage for Cincinnati if he's able to do what Jalen Phillips was able to do and really get a few good, good pressures and maybe even a sack or strip sack. Um, Good on good on the left side. I think Deion Dock is a pretty good player, but Trey Hendrickson is a great player, so he can win that matchup. And Mitch Morris was actually my comp for Tyler Linderbaum coming out, the Bills' center, uh, because I, they're both smaller, move extremely well, and aren't a guy I would love to have in pass protection against a big, strong defensive tackle. Well, DJ Reader, it's your time. I <laughs> you know if they could get him one on one, it's your time.
2: And you know, this, this locker room's listening to everything this week. They're oh, hearing yeah. everything.
1: It, Zach Taylor's not a, not a fumbling idiot, although people wanted to say that after. Even the Super Bowl run. He's not fumbling at it. He, he knows that the offensive line isn't good. He's not going to come out there and be like, all right, let's go five main predictions, seven step drops. It's like, no, he, he knows he's going to have to work around them. And they know that they, I think the offensive line also might step up a little bit, knowing all the disrespect. Maybe not, though. I'm just not going to make the same mistake I made last year and doubt them in a game that I think they could win. And I think they could win this game. This is very similar to the Titans game, other than the Titans were a worse team. But Bengals are a better team, in my opinion. So, that's that. Uh, we need Nick on now we to do. do all our predictions. So sorry, Nick.
2: <laughs> oh, Nick, there. There we go. We got three. Uh, it's one. like first
1: take look here. <laughs> I
2: know. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, Nick, right. Nick, you're joining us. Nick, we're going to ask you right now before we get to the other picks, who's winning, Bengals or Bills?
0: I'm going to get knocked right off of this podcast, aren't I? I'm going with the Buffalo Bills. Okay. Me, myself, I'm sorry. Well, the reason why is not the reason that everybody else is saying it, at least. I don't think it's going to be because of the Cincinnati Bengals offensive line. A lot has been made out of that. But the bigger question that I have is their secondary, because as of right now, brought that up. since, yeah, well, nobody else outside of you, of course, because you are <laughs> the godfather of the Cincinnati oh Bengals. <laughs> but, uh, but, Right now, nobody's talking about the fact that this is really the first big test other than the Kansas City Chiefs that the Cincinnati Bengals have faced since losing Cheeto Bay Ouzier. And I think that's something that when Josh Allen gets out of the pocket, when he gets out of the structure, is this secondary going to be able to continue to cover guys like Stephon Diggs and guys like Gabe Davis? And even Dawson Knox is really slippery and gets kind of into the soft spots of the defense when things start to break down. That's where I'm a little worried about the Bengals, but I do think it's going to be a close game I almost had this at a coin flip, but I also was wary of saying that on this podcast. Um, but Mike also said that earlier, so I think I'm in the clear. Um, but I do have the Bills taking at 30 to 27.
1: I was doing that tongue in cheek every time I said every coin time. flip. Every time. <laughs> no, I, I get what you're saying, especially because Diggs had a good first drive. Like I think he had thirty yards or something in that first yeah. drive. And to go with that, even the Chiefs, they don't have a wide receiver that really scares you, right? Like they've got no. the tight end, Kelsey, but the like Juju, MVS, I don't know, Sky More. Like none of these guys are putting the fear into you that a Stefan Diggs does. So You're not that's... afraid
0: of Kadarius Tony. <laughs> I...
1: Out of all of them might be the Him best. and Jared
0: <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. True. <laughs>
2: All right, we'll move on, and I I think we can all agree it's going to be a close game, should be a good one. I'm really looking forward to divisional weekend on Sunday, but we'll back it up a little bit to Saturday. It is Jags and Chiefs. Nick, Mike, what's going to happen?
1: Nick, go first.
0: Uh, I think I'm going to go with the Jaguars in this one. I've thought a lot about it, and I know it's going to be tough. But when I look at the Kansas City Chiefs defense, I think they're extremely gettable. They've shown that they can lose at home in the playoffs last year to the Cincinnati Bengals. And I think the Jaguars defense is going to do what Tampa Bay did in the Super Bowl, what Cincinnati did in the AFC Championship. Let's get after Patrick Mahomes. Josh Allen is an absolute animal, and I think while Walker hasn't been as good as you would expect a first overall pick to be, he still has the chance to get there and I think he still has the talent to get there. And the big question for me is too, what do the chiefs offense do now that they have Clyde Edwards, alaire? because Jarek McKinnon was going off for so long. I think they're going to galaxy brain this and try to use CEH a little too much when Jarek McKinnon has been the answer all along. And I think that's going to open the door for Trevor Lawrence, who is supremely confident right now to go out there and pull off the upset.
1: I've always been a Jarek McKinnon guy too. I remember watching him last year. I was like, that's their best running back. Why aren't they using him more? And then they finally started to, but you know how upset I'm going to be if the Bengals lose. With the yeah, Jags no, no, win? no, don't do this to me. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I'm going Chiefs. I I'm not galaxy braining this one. I think that they're going to go to another AFC Championship game. Say what you will about it. Beyonce's cooking, so I'm sorry if you could hear that. <laughs> so alarms cool, going off, everything's coming down. It's a Chiefs win. Uh, yeah, Chiefs win. I trust Andy Reid to have a good game plan. Um, I I think Doug Peterson's gonna make it interesting. I think it's gonna be closer than what people might think here. But to me, I think this Chiefs team, while vulnerable, they also the Jags' defense and everything is pretty vulnerable too. Uh, they gave up 27 points and a half to the Chargers. If they do that to the Chiefs, I don't think the Chiefs are scoring zero in the second half. Although, hey. I'd welcome it. <laughs> um, I want the Jags to win. I'm just going to go Chiefs because I think they're too talented. And, you know, I don't think the Jags can stop Patrick Mahomes. I'm
2: going to make this quick. I think the Chiefs win too. But the thing about the Jags and what they have in their favor, there is no pressure on, J- on Jacksonville at all. And it feels like a very similar situation to what the Bengals dealt with in the second round last year when they played the Titans. We're going to move on to the Niners and the Cowboys. Nick, what is going to happen?
0: I've been trying to figure this one out. And honestly, I've said the Cowboys are frauds all year long, so I would feel icky if I went with the Cowboys in this one, and icky is a professional term that I've picked up. Uh, So I'm going to go with the 49ers, even though I am a little wary of Brock Purdy getting that playoff start number two and seeing what he's able to do against the Dallas pass rush. But I think at home with Kyle Shanahan, I think they have the better coach, and I think they have the better chance to win. So I'm taking the Niners.
1: This is the game I feel the worst about. I have no idea, to be honest, but. I'm talking myself into it in my mind right now. Dan Quinn, the hat has gone backwards. He's facing a rookie quarterback. If there's a moment for last year's assistant coach of the year to show out and for Micah Parsons to dominate another offensive line, which the 49ers offensive line, other than Trent Williams, not world beaters on paper, at least they've done a good job. But I think the Cowboys win. I think Dak looked really good. And I think the other thing, and this could just be stupid. D'Amico Ryans has so many head coaching interviews. (laughs) And I don't know if he's getting, you know, it's just, I feel like it'd be hard to do like four interviews and then also do a perfect game plan for the week. Although I know he kind of keeps things consistent week to week. So I'm going Cowboys. I have to pick an upset somewhere and I'm not going to do it with the New York Giants.
2: I know. I was just thinking ahead to that matchup. Oh, I guess the
1: Bengals was an upset.
2: (laughs) I'm going Niners. I'm seriously going Niners. I'm riding them all the way to the Super Bowl. I know Eagles fans do not like that when I think of the championship game and what that's going to look like or Super Bowl matchups. I'm just taking the 49ers. I like their defense. Brock Purdy will do enough to win the game, but it should be a good one because I agree with you. What I saw from Prescott last week, um, he, he looks back, back, back. And we're going to move over to the divisional round of the Eagles and the Giants. I feel like I know what you guys are going to pick, but Nick, go ahead.
0: Yeah, I'd love to pick the Giants. They're a great story. Daniel Jones looked great. But at the end of the day, that Eagles team is just too good. And we've seen it twice this year. They've just absolutely stomped the Giants both times. I think it'll be closer because like you saw last week with the Bengals and the Ravens, you play a divisional team three times, it gets tighter every single time. So I think it'll be closer than people are saying, but I can't pick against the Eagles here.
1: Fly Eagles, fly. Uh, It's preseason, my NFC pick. I don't think this is gonna be close, I'll be honest. I think the Eagles are gonna beat them pretty handedly. Um they're just way too talented and Hurts looks looked pretty healthy week eighteen. He's had more time to recover. This is ugh. the Giants offense to me is doing an awesome job with the talent they have. It's also to me kind of smoke and mirrors and this Eagles defense can kind of get after it. I will say, I think Saquon Barkley can have a good game. I just don't know how long the giants are going to be in a position to give him the ball all the time. So I'm going to go Eagles. And I think, uh, I don't know the spread. I'll just say they cover. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. I think
2: Eagles. (laughs) probably like
1: 13 points. I think it's like eight and a half. Oh, oh, the Bengals are only like two points less. (laughs) Yeah. Seven and a half. Seven. Oh, Eagles all the way. I, I think they win that game by 10 plus.
2: 100% like I said good teams win great teams cover I'm definitely going with the Eagles in this one it's not going to be close for me even though that week off I still feel like that's a little bit of a trap and trick I know teams get healthy when they have the bye, but when you're not out there and you're in your routine of having week to week in the postseason um you know maybe it's a little closer than things really appear but I'll say Eagles and, and then we're going
1: to see that matchup with the Niners and Eagles you can't go against a fellow Paisano and Nick Sirianni where we stick together we that was your thing let's make yeah, That's why the Bengals make it
2: too because they got Lou the Rumo. Lou the Rumo. Well, you, Mike, to your credit, you did my, my Super Bowl team in the NFC is out now. That <laughs> the
1: <Buccaneers, yeah>. oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was back in uh September when I picked the Bucks, so unfortunately, uh, yours is as of now.
1: Bengals, Eagles, still alive. We could Nick, see you could you picked Bucks too, didn't you?
0: I did as well, yeah,
1: yeah, well, <laughs> not did great. We-
0: yeah, we both had Bucks, Chiefs.
1: I hope I'm wrong. About the and Chiefs. now
0: I'm picking against the you're
1: picking The Jags.
2: <laughs> you know what? Nick's gonna laugh at all of us when he when the Jags win that game on Saturday. I don't like that pressure. I won't allow
1: him to laugh at us if the Jags win and Bengals lose though. No, like that, that'll feel so bad that they could have had the whole AFC Championship game.
2: I mean, I would say you're in the Super Bowl if that happens because Nick knows the only loss at Paycor Stadium was Week One against his and the Pittsburgh. Jaguars.
1: Don't have TJ Watt to catch the ball at the line of scrimmage like a demon. I. <laughs> Stop it. This, oh, that shouldn't be allowed.
2: No, I don't want to think about it like this. I think that's too much pressure for Bengals fans if the Jags end up winning that game. So I don't no know. No way.
1: Fans, maybe. Team, no, I think they'd be fine. Well, oh, they
2: love it. They thrive off of that. Um, Nick, it's great to have you. You're gonna have to make predictions next week, too, because it is championship weekend. I think let me ask you guys what is better, divisional or championship weekend?
1: Championship. I like the pressure.
0: I like the divisional weekend just because usually you get that's the best matchups and there's more of them.
2: That is a very good point. I'm I'm pumped about it. Saturday and Sunday football. I hate that Monday wild card game. I think they need to yeah. throw it out the window.
1: Oh yeah, make it a Saturday game. Who cares? I prefer that was a Friday game, but that would be bad for football. Everyone, <laughs> like play that <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I hate Monday. <laughs> big game I was just like I don't want to watch it's always the worst game too it's like I don't want to watch this
2: it was terrible it was terrible and uh Tom Brady is done and to be determined on where he's going to be playing next year but as always thank you for everyone for listening Mike what's going to be up on all Bengals this week
1: I'm going to do a preview on something I think tomorrow um hopefully if, you, if you've made it this far and I didn't do it at me challenge me to a duel. Uh, I'm hoping I get that up. I have a little bit of film done, uh, like video work, but yeah. I don't know what.
2: Okay, if you made it this far and uh, (laughs) it's 15 seconds to go, make sure you tweet him. Please tag our podcast name and tag me. We want to make sure that you're really living up to this. Hold him accountable. He needs to have those ready before the game on Sunday. He has a few days. As always, thank you for listening to It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati.